What's up, y'all? It's Chris. Uh, just here to thank Proverilin and Dusking Cuz for following us on Twitter and to preemptively apologize for fucking that name up pronunciation terribly. Uh, you can join them at the Forestcast on Twitter. And uh, of course, as always, please tell your friends if you think they'd be interested in listening to the podcast. Not much else to say, uh, but thanks for listening time on out of the forest as you get around the corner you swear you feel something walk like right by you baron's right it's it seems to have shapeshifted and gone to the crowd we have to try and follow it hey does anyone else see that is that fire right there as you you reach for the door uh yeah the, the door is obviously locked the the all the lights are off in the announcer booth it is currently unoccupied iris invisible time let's go it looks like there's, um, you know, two two larger areas that this thing could hide out in behind the two stages. If we maybe light up one of them, maybe it could corner the monster into to just only have that one area that it can go to. I mean, if this place has one of these sound boxes, it has to have a place where it has lighting equipment, right? I think I know where we can find some. Come out, come out, wherever you are. I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. Um, so Enif is going to take out a calming crystal and is going to put it in both in their hand and also take um, Baron's hand and put it on top of the crystal and kind of use magic to amplify the crystal and basically calm them both down. Oh, are we fleeing now? Don't worry, I love the chase just as much as I love the catch. Uh, yeah, you guys head on over, uh, heading towards the, 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 uh, tech closet, I guess. There are, uh, a couple of security kind of blocking it. I think we're gonna need a distraction, guys. I can't believe that you wouldn't know where your shirts are made. How can you sell these to people? Yeah, let's, let's leave the, leave this, uh... Leave the, the merch person alone. Don't, don't you dare touch me! But the guard grabs you and you begin to try and resist, and finally this guard is extremely strong. Baron, as uh, Enif uh, is being guided away, uh, you feel someone behind you, and you hear a voice say, um, Hey Baron, let's have a chat, shall we? Hello and welcome to Out of the Forest, an actual play podcast about an RPG run by someone who just woke up from a nap. We are currently playing Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. I am Chris, and I'm your GM slash keeper, and I am joined by my players. I'm Evan, and I play Baron. I'm Dominic, and I play Karnunos. I'm Jessica, and I play Enif. And I'm Alistair, and I play Isaac. Things about your plan have not gone well according to plan. The the scene around you is as followed. Carnitos and Isaac, you are standing a little bit off to the side of the hallway in which the closet that has the lighting sits. The guard that remains has noticed your presence but hasn't made any attempt to apprehend you. You watch as Enif is guided away by the guard that they antagonized by ruining some poor merch salesman's night. 
And when you go to look for Baron, Baron simply isn't there. Right around where he was standing is a large crowd of people intermingling uh, that gathered to watch the scene that Edith cooked up. But there's no sign of your friend. Baron, you are in the midst of a crowd of people. You are being gently enough uh, guided away but there are two things intermingling that is making it difficult for you to prevent yourself from being dragged away. One is the hand that is dragging you is not entirely human. It is slightly elongated and it ends in these wicked looking talons, some of which are jabbed directly into your wrist. You can feel your wrist pulsing and you can see your veins imprinted on the surface of your skin and you can tell that something is being injected into you at the same time on a less physical uh on a less physical note you feel the darkness inside you surging and preventing you from acting as quickly as you normally would uh i need you to roll plus tough but i need you to roll a negative one because your dark master is trying to prevent you from succeeding at this uh, okay. Uh, that is a six. six. Um, as you try and, and, and wrench your arm away to try and prevent whatever is happening from this claw from happening to you, you feel the darkness flow into your arm, and your arm just sort of goes slack, and you continue to be dragged as your body in its entirety just begins to feel more and more stiff. Um, you are now barely hobbling along, and as you make your way into a darker corner of the uh, interior of the stadium, um, you eventually fall. The The person who's dragging you catches you, but you are facing away from them, unable to get a good look at them. Um, you are placed up against a wall, literally your forehead to the wall, your body too stiff to fall. Um... And you hear a bit of a chuckle coming from your left. Um, and then you hear the voice go, Well, that ought to make sure you don't try and escape or do anything stupid during our little chat. How are you doing, Baron? I'm sorry it had to come to such drastic measures, but I've, I've heard that you're not exactly amenable to your, uh, your kin anymore. And you thought doing this to me was a good idea? Well, it was certainly better than uh, getting mauled by a werewolf, isn't it? Alright, I'll give you that. That, that might be true. There <laughs> <laughs> uh, is like a the wall Blair Witch style and he's still <laughs> cracking jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I would have turned into a werewolf and killed you. <laughs> I would have been yeah. pissed, I guess. You got me there. <laughs> I mean, uh, what exactly do you want from me? To... Hmm. Well, you see... Pair of cabinets. (laughs) 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 Build me something, Baron! (laughs) I need a new kitchen set. (laughs) Oh, God. The door to my bedroom is getting very old and no longer closes properly. I've heard you're good with a bit of uh, carpentry and thought maybe we could strike a deal. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, Now, 
to answer your question of, of what, what he wants, um, he goes, that's, uh, I mean, it's going to sound a little uh, sentimental, but I guess what I'm looking for is a friend. You see, you and I, very soon, we're about to be obsolete. I've done my best to remain in our uh, sources, good favors, so as not to not to lose my mm, sentience, I guess would be correct, but I don't think you understand. You're no longer necessary, and the more you fight against it, the worst things are gonna get for you. I mean, I'll, I'm gonna keep fighting against whatever this hold on me or whoever it is. <laughs> Baron, a hold over you, whoever. <laughs> oh, you, ah. Uh. You must have done a number on that noggin years when you, you split from uh, your nature, didn't you? You think there's someone at the top of this pulling your strings? I mean, it sure feels like the same thing every single time. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you... <laughs> this is... Oh, my God. I didn't realize that this was something that we could trick ourselves into, huh? You... The same thing every time. Why do you think that is? Who's the only one around whenever it happens? Um... I'll spell it out for you, Baron. It's you. You're just trying to remind yourself of what you really are, and... You can't take it. You have to believe it's coming from someone else. It is. It has to be someone else. There's no way. <laughs> wow, you've really gone and convinced yourself, haven't you? Look, there's there's no one on the other end of the line, my dude. It's just it's just you, and you don't want to accept it. And that's fine. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna tuck you away somewhere. Hoping I'm gonna tuck. I'm gonna tuck you tuck into, you into bed. bed. Give me a nice cozy bed. I'm gonna tuck nice. you into bed and hope for that will convince you maybe you want to fix my bedroom door. Like I'll, I'll just squeak the door all night. And you won't be able to get a lick of sleep. You understand <laughs> no, where I'm coming no, from? No. You spend one night in that bedroom and you'll hear the wind coming through the, <laughs> the loose wood on the window. You'll need to fix it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna tuck you away from somewhere without outside aid. That uh. That poison, that venom, it's gonna keep you unable to do anything for a little while. And I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that spikes a little bit of panic in your friends and it'll give me the, the juice I need to, to get my job done here. Don't worry, Baron. There's still time for you. You'll come around. Uh, and there is a extremely painful thump in the back of your head and everything goes dark. Kernitos and Isaac, uh, as I said, 
Baron's missing and Enif is being guided off kicking and screaming. Uh, the remaining guard has noticed you but has made no move to apprehend you or question you or do anything other than keep a close eye on you every once in a while. Uh, they're glancing over every every little bit just to make sure you're not up to something as well. Uh, but otherwise you are in no immediate uh, danger or receive, and you're receiving no immediate hostility from anyone around you. Uh, where'd Baron go? We need him for this next part. I, um, didn't see him go. Uh, I suppose it's... <laughs> I don't suppose... Hmm. So, Chris, we did not see Baron walk away. We were just too busy staring at Enif. Yep, there I was assume. a there was a distraction caused by a bad roll, and therefore the hard move was Baron got taken away as well. I, okay. Um, to peel back the curtain a little bit there. Gotcha. I think he must have gone to make sure Enif was alright. Um, if I can get that god distracted, can you get in and get the materials we need? I can sure try. <laughs> Do you Time still to have... go yell at a concession stand person again. <laughs> <laughs> hey you, tell me about these t-shirts. I heard these blood t-shirts. I'm not done with you. They just put someone on break and then you immediately harass the next one. Can you choose to fail a roll? I mean, uh, you can choose to not try to succeed. It, you only roll <laughs> if there's a reasonable sense, uh, uh, chance of, or an interesting chance of failure in what you're trying to do. And if what you're mm. trying to do is failure, you technically don't even have to roll. Was, <laughs> you fail at failing, thinking, and it works without. I was like, thinking you're willing yourself to fail. <laughs> I was thinking about walking up to him, putting my hand on his shoulder, and then failing lay on hands to just cause harm. <laughs> Oh my oh my God. God. No, I don't think you can do that. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Just like go around like judo chopping people and knocking them out. Um, Just pretend it's a Vulcan neck pinch. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you're mm. gonna do that, you might as well just try to use magic to cause harm or knock them out. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Are there a bunch of people around? Yes. He knows tirade drew a crowd, which is right. Uh, was right around where Baron was standing. Um. Uh, but other than that, yeah, there's there's a decent crowd. They're starting to disperse a bit because obviously Enos being toted away. Uh, but yeah, that that definitely uh, drew some people's attention. Okay. Uh. Well. Anyway, I'm gonna Knock go up to the guard and just <laughs> judo chop him. No. Um. <laughs> I, I was so hoping that was actually what you were gonna do. <laughs> uh. No. I'm gonna walk up to him and say like, "Hi. Excuse me." Yeah, can I help you? Uh, yeah, I need to get into the closet behind you. Uh, no, that's uh, not for public use. I'm sorry. I'm I'm afraid I must insist. I need to get inside. Uh, <laughs> who are you? Do you? Are you like one of the sa- sound techs? What, what What's your deal, man? I think you'll find that it, it doesn't really matter all that much in the grand scheme of things. Um, and I use soothe and just kind of. <laughs> mumble incoherently and just speak platitudes Sweet. gesturing for Isaac to go inside Sweet as I nothing, distract this guard <laughs> okay let me tell you yeah, uh, me in there. <laughs> guys like uh, I mean uh, I, I really can't let you in it's, it does matter is, is Isaac making his way I guess he is uh, wow you are so far away yeah, right now like, distance. <laughs> where are you <laughs> he's making his way <laughs> 
if, yeah, are you if, walking around with your wireless headset while your your actual recording microphone is like at your desk? No, I turned down my recording volume because I noticed that it was like topping out at red. Um, so I've been trying uh, to play with it as I'm here, but apparently yeah, that yeah. was too quiet. Is this better? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. better. Okay. Yours was definitely one of the higher ones. It just sounded like you were in, like across <laughs> the room from your computer. Kurt Nunes <laughs> was holding the microphone, so Isaac was a little far away. Yeah, Isaac was Isaac already in the light room across the, across the hall. <laughs> yeah, I'm already there. I'm already there. Yeah, yeah no. what do you want? <laughs> Hello? I am sneaking past. Okay, yeah, I think uh, Kernunus more or less has the uh, attention of this guard. Um, and even if he did notice, uh, the wording of the rule is um, it blocks any panic, anger, or other negative emotions. Yeah, uh, so I, I think the guard's pretty chill, and even if uh, he does notice you, Isaac, uh, you get by anyway. Yeah, you end up in that room. Uh, go ahead. Uh, you walk into this little chamber, and it's got a uh, lot of mechanical equipment in here. This is um, and a, lo- a lot of the wires from the uh, stage head into here and plug into man, I'm no electrician, some giant electro outlets, I guess. Fucking just dope-ass <laughs> industrial outlets. I'm no electrician. <laughs> I'm literally just, a giant plug. Yeah, that's not awesome. <laughs> it's just a huge <laughs> meter-long meter plug. <laughs> it's, it's just a giant power strip plugged into a normal-sized electric <laughs> outlet in the They're wall. just daisy-chained all the way to, to like a smaller one. They slowly it's get smaller. It's nothing but power strips all the way to the stage. <laughs> so many power strips. They didn't have a. They didn't have any extension cables. There's just several DC chains of power strips. <laughs> it's like this is such a fire hazard. <laughs> several of them are like sparking sparks, and flickering. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, they're, they're like plugged into whatever the proper industrial equivalent that they need is. Okay. Uh, so it, it seems to be up to code, as far as Isaac understands. Isaac is probably also no electrician. Um, but yeah, there are, there are a number of like little like work lights around here that aren't plugged in anything. They're just sort of sitting in the back. Um, there there's a few like extra spotlights, uh, some strobe lights you you see, uh, and just like some other electrical equipment that you recognize less uh, than those. Um, just sort of scattered around. Uh, there's like it, back here. There's also like big like uh, those like tackle dummies for football practice. Yeah. Uh, as well as like extra soccer goals and like nets and stuff like that. There's like you know sports equipment at this sports complex. Uh, you wouldn't. In addition think. to all the lights for the these shows. Isaac's first instinct upon seeing all of this stuff is we probably need all this right, um, <laughs> and is trying to like figure out how to carry everything back. Um, and then. Probably only after realizing he can't sneak all of these things back past the guard decides, okay, well, probably we should just grab, like, the biggest spotlight all right, that uh, we can find. You grab, like, the biggest spotlight you can find. Uh, the while signs of this, Isaac. There are some of those, like, hand carts back here as well to, like, transfer some of this equipment. So if you want to try stealing <laughs> one of those, you could definitely try loading up the electricity lights on that. I'll leave that up to Isaac's discretion, uh, but there, there's definitely, like, some, like, uh, hand trucks as well as, like, hand carts. Yeah, I think a little, like, this, like the lowest profile hand cart, the one that's easiest to maneuver between crowds of people. 
Okay, and what are you what are you loading up on that? There's there's decent um, number of lights in here. We're gonna do. As I said, there's like some of those just like bright work and like industrial work lights. There's some like spotlights for like light shows. There's some strobe lights. Um, like the spotlights come in a number of different colors. Uh, the brightest, whitest spotlight. Um, a couple of those big floodlights, like the work lights. Mm-hmm. Um, and a strobe I, light I, for good measure. Okay, yeah, I think you get all that. Uh, it's a little unwieldy because like the the big uh the couple big work lights you get uh go a little bit off to either side of this like smaller cart you get, um but it's not like in danger of them. Fa- you you manage to rig them up so nothing's really in danger of falling off unless you try something stupid, okay. um and you wheel it up back to the door and you find Kernuno still talking to the guard saying. Yeah, and you know I think that with music like this, it's often the kind of thing that. It, it, it's totally up to taste, you know what I mean? Like, if this is your jam, then it's it's right up, it, it, it's the best thing ever. But if it's not your thing, then, you know, is it worth going to a concert? Yeah, I guess, I mean, they are kind of expensive. Wait, weren't you asking to get into the light shed earlier? And uh, oh, I, I, Isaac good, wheels the, 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 the cart past <laughs> this guard as he says that. Um, and the guard looks over and goes... Or, uh, Isaac, uh, go and ro- give me an act under pressure to try and sneak past him, because uh, you're you're definitely not just going to get right by him in this particular circumstance. Oh, uh, what, this thing isn't noticeable? It's <laughs> um, got a squeaky wheel. And- <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that, that's the other favor uh, the monster was asking for, Baron. That's a five. It is a five. Oh my god. Um, you uh, try and wheel this past, and you try and take the corner as quickly and quietly as possible, and the stand to one of the work lights catches on the wall, and it just clatters and the strobe light falls off and shatters oh, um and the guard goes hold hold up what are you doing with all those lights hey what you can't just take those and what are you two doing it's okay it's for the next act <laughs> okay Kernodos, what's your what's your play here uh hmm. he's starting to freak <laughs> out so like i mean i keep soothing him okay what are you saying Isaac shouts, it's okay, it's for the next act, and Kerninus says... Have you listened to the next band coming up? Uh, <laughs> the guard's <laughs> eyes gloss over again, and he looks over and goes, he shouldn't be taking... No, I, I, I've, I haven't. Um, and go ahead, D- Dominic, go ahead and roll uh, char- or manipulate a, a person. Uh, take plus one uh, for your calm, and Isaac can help out if necessary. Hey, Isaac, I need you to help out if necessary. <laughs> God, our rolls suck. This yeah, these have so not bad, been good rolls. Yeah. Six, five, six, four. Ugh, Here we yeah. go, eight. Okay, um... Okay, let me think about how this resolves. Um, the guard looks at you and go, uh, you, Carninos, and goes... No, I, I haven't heard, uh, me. I haven't heard Grammy's meat tenderizer. I, uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not really, I'm not, I'm not really that into EDM. Uh, I, uh, well, hey, do, do you have some sort of ID or something over there? Uh, calling over to Isaac. I just need to check that, that, that you're, you're, you're good to go, uh, before I let you take out that much equipment, um. So that that is uh, the result of Isaac's mixed success is that Isaac now bears the burden of proving to this person that the lie is good. 
Yeah. Uh, he hands up his frequent buyer at Baskin Robbins card. <laughs> oh my god. Turkey cheese tokens. <laughs> Hang on. Um, I'm looking through my. They don't have tokens anymore. They have credit cards. Do they really? Oh. Oh. Um, that tracks. Most places like that use that. How are you supposed to teach kids about money? My nostalgia. With credit cards. No one uses cash. Yeah, anymore. I know, but you, you have, it's Maybe. really easy to just, like, you know, that's what the Monopoly's like that too, and that's the worst. Like, you're supposed to see how much money you spend. If you're just swiping a card, you can't see that. See, I mean, that's the right? point at Chuck E. Cheese, for sure. I, I do a bit of <laughs> bad, bad at Monopoly, uh, because, like, the, the point of board games with fiddly bits is the fiddly bits are the best part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you supposed anyway, to make it rain with a credit card? You can't. How am I supposed to help people with my coins? How am I supposed to feel the sheer loss of landing on my opponent's park place without having cash? <laughs> the sheer devastation of handing him bill after bill. Yeah. All right, Isaac. What are, what are you doing? What is your what is what's the play here? Uh, the play here is as earnestly as I can. Um. Say, uh, yeah, I've got my ID. It's it's here in my pocket, but really, this band's about to go on. They need these lights right now. Okay, I think. Okay, I think this is how this resolves. I think between Kerninus's using of uh, his skill to very good effect, and um, just generally, this was a decent plan. Uh, the the only thing I'm going to impart on you is this: uh, the guard looks at you and goes, "That's." All, all good and well, I guess. Uh, if if they really need it, I guess they are going on soon. But you're you're going the wrong way. The stage is that way. He says, pointing back towards the pitch. Oh man, you're right. That is much faster. I was planning on going all the way around. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I guess we'll <laughs> roll it back that way. <laughs> we'll sprint. All right. <laughs> you head towards the pitch, and you are in this like I, I described it as like a darker section of the pitch behind the stage, where there's like some lights for like the sound tech, and there's like some people milling around. Uh, you see some people like tuning their instruments back here, um, just like generally getting them prepared, and also like as as quietly as possible like discussing the, the, their sets and whatnot and so clearly like they're, they're the various bands that are going on this stage uh later on uh Kernunos, what what do you do as isaac wheels the equipment <laughs> onto um, the pitch i think that Kernunos uh just kind of keeps talking to the guard until isaac is like out of sight okay. and then it's just like all right well hey man it's been great talking to you thank you for the uh, for the conversation. Yeah, this has been a... Uh, it's been a stressful night, so... Uh, thank, thanks to you, too. This has actually been pretty chill. I, uh... uh <laughs> he holds out his hand for a handshake. <laughs> I shake his hand and cast Lay on Hands and fail it on purpose. <laughs> oh, no! Touched by an angel. It's like you shake his hand and then immediately Judo chop him and stuff him in the closet. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. Take, all good. Take his guard outfit. <laughs> Answer his I like. I drag him in and then just, just like Hitman, come out wearing his clothes. <laughs> man, this, this, uh, how, this is how this arc should have started. You should just all rolled in wearing guard outfits. Oh my god. Uh, now we know. Um, <laughs> we would have picked the wrong guard outfits, though. We'd be like, oh, their shirts were their shirts were white. We got the gray ones. <laughs> you walk in wearing actually the correct guard outfits, and you walk up to the guard and just goes, "Well, one of us is gonna have to change." <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I shake his hand. Okay. Uh, he 
he gives you a it's it's a slightly confused nod. He he can tell that something's not quite right, but obviously like most humans don't experience the supernatural, so like there's no reasonable explanation for what's happening. And he's just sort of like a little confused but fine with it. Mainly because your magic makes him fine with it. <laughs> I think we talked about this uh very early, perhaps even before we started recording the, the podcast, that like basically when I'm doing this, like they look into my eyes and see infinity. <laughs> and just like have to stop and chill out. <laughs> that tracks. All right, what are you doing now? You you sh- shaking a huge this man's head hand. of a blunt. Uh, yeah, just <laughs> vaping, <laughs> playing hacky sack. Uh, no, I'm going to catch up with Isaac. Okay, you you dash past this guy, and he he looks a little confused by it. But uh, the human mind is remarkably good about rationalizing what we don't understand, and more likely than this man put me into a trance in order to let his friend sneak onto the pitch is this man was talking to me while his uh, his coworker did the job they needed to do, and now he's catching up with him. And with that rationalization back in his brain, uh, this guard looks around, sees no more, um, no more security concerns, no more Karens shouting at, uh, <laughs> shouting at poor merchandising people, uh, and the crowd dispersing and goes back to the chair he was sitting in before all this started, sits down and, uh, checks his phone briefly. Ian, if you were, uh... You have, like, your arms held tightly behind your back as the security guard uh, guides you towards the um, security office uh, where you haven't been before, but two of your allies have, so you guys have not had a good record on not getting... <laughs> arrested. <laughs> arrested. Yeah, you guys just have bad bad problems with the authority. You do not do well with authority. Uh, this person guides you off and... Um, he hasn't really said anything since he started to guide you off. Well, I'm not going to say anything. Okay. <laughs> you continue this trip in This silence. isn't my first time with the law. <laughs> <laughs> I have the right to remain <laughs> silent. <laughs> I read my rights. Come at me. Even if it's secretly um, a lawyer. <laughs> they just have a lot of law books in their library. It's true. So it's a personal <laughs> hobby. Uh, yeah, the, the, the guard guides you uh, to the security office and guides you in to where uh, the security officer, um, Hilda, is sitting there. And she looks frustrated and raises her eyebrow and just goes, Jeez, uh, another one? What? What's happening? And this is like our first event and there's been three people that have had to be brought here in the last. <laughs> she checks her watch. 15 minutes, I think. Um, and the guard says, uh, this one was uh, causing a scene at one of the merchandise booths, was screaming at the at the uh, the vendor. I, I uh, Something about blood t-shirts. Uh, they, they, w- they would not stop even when I, I politely requested them just to clear the area, so I had no choice but to apprehend them and bring them here. Uh, you want them in the uh, Lost and Found? And, uh, Hilda sighs and just goes, yeah, put them in there. And uh, the person guides you into the lost and found, closes the door, and uh, locks it behind them. And you are now locked in with a bunch of random lost and found stuff. Anything good in there? Uh, No, <laughs> I think there's like a watch. There's like... Uh, Is it an expensive watch? No. Damn. It's like a watch. It's the $12 there's a, like, Casio a pair from Walmart. of sunglasses. There's... um. 
I think I said there was a wallet in there last time. You did. Um, Take the wallet. Is the wallet still there? Huh? Uh, yeah, I don't think it would have been claimed in the last 15 minutes. There's, there's obviously not a lot in there because it's this is like the first event this stadium's thrown. Um, and so there's not been a lot of time for people to lose things. What's in the wallet? What's that? What's in the wallet? Uh, you pick up the wallet, and the moment you do, you hear kind of muffled through just a, whoa, whoa, hey, what are you doing with that? And, uh, the door unlocks, and the (laughs) Hilda comes over and snatches the wallet from your hands (laughs) and goes, this, this isn't your, what are you doing? And, uh, she closes the door behind her, locks it, and then tosses the wallet into her desk. Damn. <laughs> what do you do? Well, I was gonna steal this guy's wallet, but apparently I can't do that. Why, why is everyone a criminal? <laughs> apparently, I can't just steal wallets all willy nilly. Well, in the security office. Um. What does it have their name on it? Yeah, serious. It's monogram. I, it? fa- I found this ID in this wallet, which must mean it doesn't belong to you. It's mine now. <laughs> um. Oh man! It looks familiar to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, uh, so this so this lost mountain is it just is it in like just like a closet room? Uh, with essentially, a... it's it's like a small second. Ro- so the security office is essentially two rooms. It's got one room with like a single desk behind which Tota sits. Behind her are like is a rack full of keys that are labeled for various things. Uh, around the stadium, and then in front of her is a door as well as a large glass window that looks into the concessions area. Uh, next to her is a, um, it's, it, the, the, the door to Lost Found is, like, directly next to her, and it's got, like, a big window mm-hmm. in the door. Uh, and it's, it's not, like, a broom closet, uh, but it's not too, too much, it's, like, the size of maybe three broom closets end-to-end. Um, and it's just got a bunch of shelves, uh, the, the light's on right now. Uh, and the shelves are, again, mostly empty. They originally had a wallet and some sunglasses and a watch. Now they just have the sunglasses and a watch. Uh, and I I, th- I think there is, like, a folding chair that's been set up in there for, you know, whoever has to be stored in there because they don't have a proper, like, holding cell. Um, okay. I mean, I guess I can talk to Hilda. Um, hey, excuse me. Don't I get my one phone call? Uh, she she looks over and raises her eyebrow again and uh, through the door just goes, you're, uh, you're, you're being held by a security office at a stadium. This isn't a, a police headquarters. Um, I've actually called the, the police to, to, to come take you out off the premises since you were not amenable to the security guard. You hear that, Karen? <laughs> Wait, Something I'm trying to process that. Okay, so she life. called the police? Yes. Okay. <laughs> to, to, to remove you from the premises, because they are seemingly stretched thin and, and can't be fight, just trying to fight someone off. I, was, I, I wasn't breaking the law. I was just letting them know that their t-shirts were being made in blood factories. It's freedom of speech, ma'am. I, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> this, this is private property? The... Whether or not you broke the law isn't really a thing here. It's whether or not you broke the rules of the private property. We can, we are free to kick you off at will. I paid for a ticket to get in here. You can't just kick me out like this. We are 100% within our rights to do so, actually. God, now I don't know what to do. 
<laughs> just feel like, oh, oh actually, got me there. I realized that that's not the blood t-shirt factory I was thinking of. Those t-shirts are made from organic natural farms with straw. And they're, fine. <laughs> they're made from organic, uh, environmentally friendly removed blood, not the... Yeah. the... Oh, God hey, how confused. can I find some of that environmentally friendly removed blood? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I'm trying to think. Yeah, it's not great when the, the, the authorities actually get you, huh? <laughs> and you're not a weepy-eyed teenager. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Why aren't you drunk and crying? Come on, just, just do it. It's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to give me a special message if I'm not up there to hear it. <laughs> okay. Um, is there... Um, is there any fire alarm or sprinkler system in this room? Um, I think there's probably a fire alarm pool in the actual office section. I don't think there is one in the Lost and Found, but there is probably like sprinklers in the Lost and Found. Okay. Probably like a smoke detector. Okay. Um, without I'm very weird where this is going. <laughs> With um, right now you said there's there's really nothing in here, but I'm assuming there's like has to be some stuff in here, right? I mean, there's, like, shelves. Okay. Um, um. I, without, uh, try, without trying to get this woman's attention, um, mm-hmm. I would like to, either by using the matches in my purse, or, um, casting magic, I would like to set fire to the room I'm in. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you just, like, trying to light one of the, uh, the, the shelves on fire? Or? Enough that... Yeah, enough that it is impossible. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. When in doubt, arson. All right. Here, <laughs> tell me how you're trying to do this in a way that doesn't draw attention, and I, I will decide can if you- I need you to roll anything. Can you use magic for that? Uh, I don't think, strictly speaking, there is a set fire. It's called <laughs> Commit Arson. Magic <laughs> Effect. Um, uh, the closest one is Inflict Harm, which we, we twisted a little bit before. But, like, you've got candles and shit, so you can probably do this without bringing magic into it. Yeah, well, I could show. do a little magic, because it's like, do one thing that is beyond human limitation, I guess. But it's like, or like enchant. Or... <laughs> Or you could just trap a specific person. You can just trap the scared guy. Oh yeah, I forgot out. about that. <laughs> um, I forgot. Yeah, I Remember, can do magic. I think the whole point is we're trying not to cause panic. Hmm. Is the security guard currently um, sitting in a chair? Yes, yeah, she's sitting at her desk. Um, she's sort of like. Uh, I, I think she's got, like, a work cell phone out that she's checking regularly, and also, like, a computer that she's, like, cross-referencing for something. Probably just keeping tabs on what's going on throughout the, uh, the facility. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, she kind of glances over to you um, to make sure that you're not trying anything funny, but, like, it's not... She's she's not staring at you. Right. So. Um, yeah, no, that's a good idea. I would like to use magic to trap her to that chair. Oh my god, I shouldn't have said something. <laughs> Alright, uh, what, what exactly does this look like? What does this spell look like? What does Enif do to, to cast it? And uh, what what is the actual effect it causes? Um, so... I'm trying to think of how they would cast it. Um, well, the way, the way I think it would work is... Um, the... Hmm, I'm 
trying to think. The chair sprouts arms and just grabs on her. I mean, <laughs> that would be really cool. Um, I was thinking more of like uh, the um, like because I'm assuming the security guard has like handcuffs. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming that uh, basically there are handcuffs like kind of come to life and cuff each wrist to the chair and then their belt comes to life and like ties their waist to the chair in that kind of sense. So you, you, you summon the, the trapping spirit of every trapping object in the vicinity yep. of the trapper. <laughs> it's a okay. trapping spell. Yeah, sure. That's a wild-ass concept. I love it. Uh, go and give me your use magic roll to, to try and trap this person to her chair. I'm very curious about what your next step is. Nothing. I just leave her there. <laughs> That's a nine, so you need to pick a glitch. Okay. You know what? Let's just see where this goes. Uh, it has a problematic side effect. Mm. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, <laughs> we choose that one a lot, don't we? It's, I think, the most fun. It is. It, yeah, is. it, it really gives is. you a lot of freedom to do weird stuff. Yep. Um, okay. I mean, I'm stuck in a room. So. <laughs> you want a problematic side effect? I do, yeah. Oh no. I'll give you a problematic side effect. Uh-huh. The, the, the handcuffs, as planned, uh, come, come to life and jump off of her belt and... Uh, clamp onto her wrist uh, chaining her to this chair and she looks startled and there's a good couple moments of um, confusion like like, no words she has no idea how to react to this this is nonsense this is not something that happens Um, her chair is a decently like tall desk chair with an actual headrest Mm -hmm. Uh, and the belt comes to life and you were trying to finagle it to just also wrap her to the chair and it does, but it ends up wrapping directly around her neck oh. and tightening enough that it seems to be cutting off airflow pretty heavily. She is getting out gasps. Uh, it's just sort of... <coughs> and she is. Sh- you see her struggling with the um, handcuffs uh, to try and, like, get to the belt, but they are obviously chained to the chair beneath her, and now you are locked in a room adjacent to someone who is who's suffocating. Uh, what, what is your, what, what do you do next? Um, I think Enif would, um, Enif's gonna like panic, because that's not what they intended. They just like, you know, they were, they were feeling a little bit, they were <laughs> off their high of yelling at, at somebody, which they never really do. <laughs> so they were they were like didn't intend that at all. So they're gonna panic. They are going to try and break out of the room to help them. Enif's gonna uh, kick the kick the door open. All right, yeah, go and give me a uh, act under pressure to try and kick this door open. Uh-huh. It's a nine. Um, okay, uh, you kick the door open. I, I think. Um, yeah, uh, it rattles your leg something fierce uh, to, to kick this door open, because uh, that's not Enif's usual MO. Uh, your, your leg is pretty hurt um, badly en- uh, enough. I think you take one harm, and I don't think until you get that healed, uh, you're going to be able to do anything that involves running for the near future. Oof. Fuck up my leg. Okay, um, I'm going to limp over to her as fast as my leg can carry me. Um, and try and take out the take off the belt and okay uh, get her to stop choking. Yeah, I think you, you get the belt loosened enough. Um, it fights against you a bit, and then you see sort of your uh, your bracer flash as the the 
the magic that you've imbued the belt with recognizes the magic that created it, and the the, the belt eventually yields to your grasp. Uh, and uh, Hilda is just coughing and sputtering as she she catches her breath post belt, and she's looking at you with wild, uh, terrified eyes. Are you? And she's. <coughs> <coughs> Are you okay? <laughs> no! Do you need some water? I was just... And she is not able to really get m- many words out through uh, that harrowing experience. What do you do? Uh, I'm, I'll go get you some water. And uh, Enoch's gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you hear coughing and sputtering as you leave. You catch, like, a very weak, um, strained weight as you, you leave the room and start heading down the hallway. Uh, are you just heading in search of your friends? Yeah. <laughs> Not actually gonna get water? No. <laughs> okay, you leave this poor woman, uh, sputtering and handcuffed to her chair. Baron, it's been about... Uh, about 30 minutes uh, since you were left um, in the stall of a bathroom. And you really have to oh, pee. It, it was locked behind the monster as they probably less cool than uh, they wanted to be, judging by the grunting you heard, crawled under the door after locking it behind you. <laughs> oh um, my god. And you've been here for 30 minutes. Your body is beginning to loosen ever so slightly as you endeavor to try and break free of this venom. Uh, and after such a lo- uh, relatively long period of time, your your dark master has sort of subsided, unable to impose its will for uh, a more than like big, big burst. So so you are now after that amount of time free in mind, but still not entirely free in body, as you are, you know, still poisoned. Still kind of woozy. Am I like am I like Ace Ventura? Am I like Ace Ventura when he gets shot with all those little darts and he's got like starting to lose like control of his like body? You are like almost full on rigor mortis. You are oh man, very stiff. Um, one of your arms is out in the stance it was when the person was uh dragging you through the halls, and the other is sort of at your side, and you are in a quasi walking stance. Um. You are currently leaning on the the uh, wall of the, the the stall to this toilet. Uh, you've heard some people come and go uh, over your past half hour. Obviously, people are using the bathroom, um, but at, at most for your stall, you've heard a few people try and like open the door or knock on it, and then usually knock and then pull open the try and pull open the door, find it locked, and then leave you to presumably your colossal sized poop. Um, what do you do? <laughs> This is terrifying, actually. That's yeah, not great. <laughs> this is pretty awful. I hate this. Um, I, I think I'm gonna start by trying to like wiggle my finger and my arm. That's that's very, that's like extended out, like to try and get some sort of movement back. I think you managed to get a little bit of movement in your fingers. Um, that was those fingers were like the closest to the injection point, so it. I may entirely be wrong about this, but it stands to some amount of reason that that would be the area that w- has the worst start, but also fades away first. 
as uh, it works its way through your system. Uh, but you don't get much more than a little bit of wing- wiggling on those fingers. Only a little wiggling in the finger. <laughs> a little wiggle. Nothing more. Um, wiggling in the fingling. <laughs> That's a good band name. I need a w- wiggle in my fingling. Up next, wiggling in the fingling. <laughs> In the distance. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's my bad can it, Wait, can Baron talk, or is he just... He's just, like, paralyzed, right? Um, I, I don't think for the majority of this time Baron was able to talk as the... the uh, again, as the Venom worked its way into the system, you got something of a lockjaw. Mm. Uh, I, I think that started to take effect, a, like, a couple minutes after your conversation with the, the monster. Because, uh, obviously, you were able to talk then. Uh, I think you can kind of talk, I, I, um, but like it's more more. I don't I don't think your vocal cords are necessarily impeded, but I do think your entire mouth is, pretend. which makes it a little difficult to form words. Pretend to be a dog, of... <laughs> and then turn into a dog. I I was I was thinking about people it. People get people get curious talk. and open up the stall, <laughs> and then they'll see a big ass wolf, and they'll be like, no, and then you eat them. Um, Oh no, please like, oh, no. Oh my god, <laughs> that's you. That's what you sound like. <laughs> oh my god. Um, uh, let's. Okay, this. Mm. I'm very excited to hear what you're going to try and do. Because there's a number of ideas I have of what you could do, and I'm very curious which one you're going to try first. Um, <laughs> I think probably just to try my, my alternate weird move of like no limits. Ooh. To just try and brute force like out of this funk i guess i like that i guess to like s- speed to like speed my heart up a bit i guess to like cycle it through <laughs> enough of my system you just sure. go you just do the full know. flash and vibrate your way through the wall by moving yeah, the molecules. <laughs> yeah basically i mean yeah okay you're just trying to like force your your supernaturally powerful body to kind of like get past this uh this venom faster than like a normal human body would do aka yeah. pushing your physical body past its limits um, I, I think that is a totally fair thing for this to do. Um, <laughs> for the purposes of this move, physically po- physical possibility means conceivably possible <laughs> for a human. I love that. Um, um, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, give me that plus weird rolls. You, you try and uh, sort of use your supernatural strength to, to hyper constitutional uh, that is a seven uh-huh. uh on a seven to nine you do it but choose one consequence you suffer one harm or take negative one forward or you need a rest right now um <laughs> i think as weird as it is i need to rest right now okay um yeah you grit your teeth and just sort of like flex all your muscles for a few seconds uh and just start like sort of just stretching your muscles, just trying to stretch them all out as you, you kind of push them to their limits, and you you feel things begin to loosen up a lot faster than they had been over this past half hour. Again, without your Dark Master influencing you, uh, you, you have a lot more control of your supernatural abilities. Uh, and steadily, slowly but surely, uh, you, your, your body begins to, to bend to your, your will once more, uh, and you find yourself, everything's still a little stiff, and it kind of hurts to move, uh, and also, you are just exhausted. Uh, as, as you sort of settle down and sit down on the toilet, I guess. <laughs> um, take shit. Your phone buzzes. And... Oh, thank God. Now I can finally take a shit. 
your phone buzzes and you pull it out. We said we weren't going to talk about our characters going to the bathroom anymore. We said <laughs> this was going to be the last of that. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember anything about this one. <laughs> I think that was after I described him using the bathroom as making his deposit or something like that. <laughs> oh, no. That's the worst. That's yeah, it was you... pretty bad. It was my punishment for you. That's because oh. you, that's how you described it. <laughs> uh, anyhow, um... Yeah, you get a buzz on your phone and you pull it out, and in the group chat, uh, Enif texted you. Broke out of jail. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, Bear's thoughts back. Just what the fuck happened? <laughs> I'm in a bathroom? Question mark. Uh, yeah, and and uh, Isaac and Kernunos, you guys are out on the pitch trying to figure out your next step when you receive uh, these two messages <laughs> in quick succession, uh, and I'll let you guys have your text conversation to decide your next move here. Um. Uh, We're all on right. the pitch. We have lights. Sounds good. Are we? Wait, are we on the pitch? Is that where we're setting up this trap? <laughs> That's where I am. That's where you had to go in order to uh, alleviate the the guard's suspicion. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're you're amongst like the the sound techs and bands getting ready to go on. Uh, Kroonin will text um, on the pitch, getting ready to go up into the um, the stands. Um, Enif's gonna text uh, Baron. Do you need help? I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna need like a minute or two, but where, where do we want to meet? It must be those corn dogs. <laughs> Edo's gonna. Go right Edo's, Edo's gonna it. text. <laughs> those corn dogs were rough, buddy. <laughs> you have no idea. Uh, Chris, the the big old wheelie uh hand truck that I'm carrying with the lights and stuff, I don't suppose those can go easily up and down stairs. Nope, it is literally that thing on wheels. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, how those tend to work. Yeah. Uh, this one could have been a transformer, write... you don't know. Actually, I'm gonna snap a picture of it um, <laughs> and text that and just say uh, you gotta stay on ground floor. Um... Okay. Um, Even if it takes about uh, like like thirty seconds for your old old phone to actually load that image, Ian's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like waiting for it. <laughs> um, Just um, see it slowly. I'm gonna I'm gonna like text. Uh, Eno's gonna text. Um, I'll meet I'll meet you at pitch. Um, what side are you guys on? Uh, I think we decided that you were on the stage one side, but you were also behind stage one. Uh, which yeah. Kernunos will recall from his uh, adventure uh, crowd surfing that there are guards like between the stage and the behind the stage area to prevent like random people from going back where all the tech is. You know, like us. Mm. Yeah, like um, you guys. Okay, can we look around and see if there's a back door out of this area besides the one that we just came through? It might be like, you know, symmetrical, so there's another one on the other side, or some other way that we could... Leave. No, the, the the entrance you came through is directly behind the stage, uh, and okay. no, there there's no other entrances to or from this area that aren't like blocked by guards in some way. Uh, the, the 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 only other route um 
You, you know, give me a read bad situation. You try and look around for for your best way out. Okay. Because you are in a bad situation. You are in a uh, off limits area with a bunch of stolen goods. Yes. Oh, Say six. six. Uh, I get to uh, do my experience level up. Unless Karnunas wants to help you out. I'll help. <laughs> By also looking around. I mean, yeah, that's fair. That's pretty straightforward. Go ahead and give me your help out roll. Uh, Man, we need some better rolls. I am <laughs> not bringing the heat. No. Help out charm. Oh, yeah, help out, right? Don't think so. Cool? No, how about it's a cool? cool. Try again. <laughs> Never Even mind. though technically, technically, I could just change what the number is. I'll let you reroll that. Hey, that's, well, that's, that's much better. Roll better. Very cool. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Isaac, you, uh, begin looking around trying to figure out where something is, and, um, as you're wandering around, you, you leave the, the light stand alone, and Kanunos immediately moves in to make sure no one else takes that, as, uh, he also looks around, and together, um, y- uh, you allow Isaac to ask one question on Read About Situation. What is my best way out? Favorite color. Okay. What is my favorite color? Oh, that's a very good thing to ask during a bad situation. Um, yeah, I think you take a look around, and as I said, there's not really a way out that isn't blocked by guards. The way out the front wouldn't really work because it's got a bunch of like little like those like metal fences that they can move to obstruct areas. I don't actually know what those are called. A um, bunch of those and like guards trying to make sure. Like, again, no random people get back to where all the the tech and bands are. Um, the way that you came, uh, as you kind of look over there, now has both guards back in place. Uh, and you could potentially try sneaking by them again, trying another lie or something, but that, you know, that'd be difficult. Uh, and then you notice something that uh, is also going to be a little bit of a difficult thing to do, but maybe less risky in the long run. Um, this is a pitch, obviously, uh, and so there are walls before you get the stands, but the walls are low enough that you could potentially hand up the gear over them if you had someone in the stands already. And there are several sections, especially thanks to Enith um, moving the floodlights, uh, that are sh- uh, shrouded in shadow enough that you could probably do it without getting noticed as long as he did it quickly. Thank you for this information, Chris. This is very kind of you. I mean, um, I made you have a roll, and you nearly failed it terribly. So, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I think we're going to probably have to go with that. Um, Kurnunas, I don't see any other way out of here, but I think we could um, hand up this stuff into the stands. And he kind of points up to that shadowy area behind, uh, you know, the wall. Um, if the rest of the group maybe can go over there, we can kind of sneak our way back over there and just hand them the stuff and then maybe either we can go back up over top of there or we could just run out or something. Um, Alright, that sounds like a plan. Okay. So we'll relay this uh, via group chat and direct them um, whenever Baron is done in the bathroom <laughs> um, to this portion of the stadium. Enif will uh, right. will head there as soon as they get the text. Alright, yeah. You send that information, you, you tell them like the section of the stands they should be looking for and like maybe send them a picture to kind of 
give them an idea of the the corner you're talking about. Uh, and Enif, as said, uh, heads directly after receiving the text, and Baron, presumably after a little bit of resting, heads there as well. Um, luckily, Baron's in a pretty low stakes situation at the moment. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, that. And Kernus and Isaac, you sort of wait on the pitch uh, for their arrival. And then we're going to cut over to uh, Baron and Enif. Uh, y- Enif, you are standing um, not quite at the spot where uh, you're supposed to be doing the handoff, but at one of the um, entrances uh, to the stands that's closest to it. And you hear footsteps behind you as Baron approaches and uh, reunites with you. Um, and you are now both back together, uh, more or less cl- pretty close to being in position. Is your tummy doing okay? My, my everything hurts. It's okay. We'll, we'll get through this and then, then we can go home. That's, that's a bad corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll, uh, when we're all done with this, I'll make you some soothing tea. Don't worry. Oh man, tea would be great. All right. Uh, All right. Where are we supposed to be again? Here in the stands? I don't know. They sent a picture, Somewhere? but it just um, it's it's taking a while. I haven't gotten it yet. Egg <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Bear looks over and it's going like, tick, tick, it's like one tick. line at a time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, uh, let me let me pull out my phone. Let me take a look at this again. Um. Yeah. I, I, I imagine we sent numbers too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, kind of navigate us, I guess, based on the picture. All right, um, yeah, you, you head on over there. Go. It's like again, it's it's the darker kind of one of the dark corners that the lights don't get real good in general. And then with the way the lights have been bent by Enus Magic, um, they are definitely not hitting it now, and it is in quite dark shadows. I think I see them. You guys were able to get the stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, you begin handing this the stuff through the shadows, um, up to up to your pals in the stands. Um, I think there's enough shadows there, and and you put in enough effort in just finding the solution that you 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 do that without a hitch. I don't think. I don't think I want another failed roll at this point. Um, <laughs> and you uh yeah, all the lights are 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 placed in the the lower end of the stands as they are handed up you have uh two of those work lights and the the brightest whitest spotlight i believe is what was grabbed yes. yep all right uh okay. and then can we heave ourselves up over the wall and i throw isaac popsicle joint thank you <laughs> all right Candace throws isaac Touch me. um and uh, i'm just gonna put put make this move a little quick uh baron in a panic just barely manages to catch isaac and it it hurts his sore muscles very bad um and you you nearly just drop isaac in the stands afterwards and uh kirninos then clambers up with a a bit more uh a bit less surprise uh enif and uh baron get his arms and, and drag him up into the stands and you are now all in the stands with two heavy lights and one medium heavy light Woo! Good job. You 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 hear a voice from uh from down below on the pitch go. What's that? As you <laughs> as you cheer. Must have been a bird. Must have been the wind. Okay, so we got right. lights. All right. Um, what were 
what was our plan again? I think. Why, why do we have lights? Well, to the the creature blast this thing with the power of the sun. Y- yes, in a way. I mean, power of lights. Um, we need to draw it out to the to the center so we can uh, uh, surprise it. If if we, um, um, it might run away if it knows what we're planning. You said to the center. Are we doing it in the middle of the pitch, or are we going to do it in, uh, you know, some kind of dark place where it thinks it has the advantage, and then bang, turn these lights on and, and trap there? I think the last one. Oh. Correct. But now we just have to find a way to. Mm, I think it feeds on panic, but we don't want to cause an entire huge thing of panic. So, well, a small thing of panic. Isaac has a gun. What? What? <laughs> you brought a gun? How did you get it through security? Bang, bang. I don't, I don't have a gun. Do you have a gun? <laughs> no, I don't. I'm good. I mean, <laughs> your, your character sheet says you should have a gun, but we all decided that that would be weird. We decided that Isaac does not have a gun. Um, He's got he a does. gun. Bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> He's got my gun. Uh, um, Baron, I think you're the best suited to cause a panic. Oh. Uh, Is this uh, a smart uh, idea? Okay, okay, here's what we do. We get um, all those uh, the people who are taking the drugs, you know, up in the stands, and we get like th- just like two of them, like two or three of them. Um, and Baron, you can turn into a wolf, and then they'll panic a little bit, and maybe it'll be enough. I mean, they probably will panic a lot, actually, but it'll be enough for the monster, maybe. And then, as soon as we're done with our thing, we can just calm them down by telling them, "Oh, hey, you're just tripping. It's all right. <laughs> it's, it's just a really prank, wolf. bro. It's just a prank." And then they'll go. They'll be fine. Um, what What are we gonna do about the monster when it shows up? Like, I mean, I'm guessing we're going to kill it. Do we know anything else, though, at least about I mean, I don't know if light kills it, it, but at least it hurts it. Which I think that's all the information we have right now. You all, uh, plan decided on, began making your way up the stands. A few people give you slightly weird looks as you... As you carry these lights up through the stands, uh, but uh, I think there have been texts moving stuff around all day, and so uh, beyond the fact that you don't seem to be heading to any stage in particular, there's nothing. It, no one's really questioning it. You, you guys have the look of someone who knows what they're doing, so people don't question it. Uh, and you make your way up towards a one of the crowds of um, of young adults doing potentially illicit things in the the few remaining dark sections of the stands. What do you do? How many of them are there? Uh, here, I'm going to roll some dice to determine. <laughs> 16. There are 20 of them. 27. But 7. Ooh, close. There are 7 of them. <laughs> um, do you think this is too many people? Is this panic going to be a big panic? And, like help the monster more than it helps us well we... i think 
get smaller amounts. I think a, a seven people, I don't think, is a big panic. I mean, this thing's trying to panic the whole stadium. Quick, quick question, by the way. I'm just curious. Is Isaac still drunk? He's coming down <laughs> off of it. He hasn't That's had a fair. sip in a while. So. empty. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing him back. That's fair. <laughs> I, just, I just was curious. That, that tracks. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, so, uh, this should be at least enough people to draw something. Yeah, we want it to be a big enough them. group to draw the monster here without causing a huge panic to make the monster more powerful. Yeah. It seems yes. like it's gone after particular individuals and it, we haven't entirely seen it in a large crowd because that would probably just you know reveal it uh, i i isaac isaac hey yeah I, i'm sorry our connection was a little wonky for a while there i this this might be a little too late but i but i i felt something about to and at that moment you hear a large number of screams coming from down on the pitch oh oh well, shit uh, and as you look down there, um, you, it, it's not too, too far from where you are. You're, you're towards the top of the stands, but it's, it looks like whatever's happening came from one of the shadowy sections at the edge of the pitch. Uh, and you see a large, uh, amount of the crowd around stage one have sort of formed a semicircle around something. And three of you sort of recognize this site, um... Karenunas and Isaac, you're not quite sure what you're seeing, Baron. You have you, you recognize what it is, but not well, not who it is. Enif, you recognize it immediately, thanks to the chair that she is handcuffed to. Her throat is slit, and she has fully bled out long before she was dropped on the stands. But sitting on the pitch, dead and chained to the deck chair where you left her, Enif, is Hilda Cohen, the leader of security. Uh... 